Hello and welcome to another edition of the Radio Debrief Scottish Election Podcast. We are just one week today at the time of recording away from the country going to the polls in a highly significant and highly charged election in unusual circumstances. The campaigning is nearly at an end. We have just one week to go. One week left until we vote. I'm Alistair Russell and as ever I'm joined by Stephen Brown. Hello Alistair. So what's been going on this week? We had another leaders debate as if we haven't already had enough of them. This one was on Channel 4 on Tuesday night. How did everyone get on Stephen? Well like the Channel 4 debate and comparing them to ITV and BBC, they were all very different. This one was obviously on Channel 4 and the convener was Krishnan Guru Murphy, who is very much known for very fast-paced interviews and discussion. It, it, and it was exactly that, you know, the debate that we saw on the Tuesday night was fast-paced. You couldn't take a breather off of it. It was very, very rapid. Uh, there was lots of heated debate. Uh, Douglas Ross was involved in a lot of it. He was put in a sticky situation about his previous comments about gay marriage. That's quite a big moment in the debate. Uh, and a lot of the other political parties also got in on the action. Nicola Sturgeon put up a strong fight for about Scottish independence. There was also mention of a Scottish border, which has been brought into the news quite recently in the last week. But Anna Sarwar and Willie Rennie sort of kept to their same, we need to focus on a recovery rather than a constitutional question that has been arisen so many times. But, Alistair, you watched it as well. What were your initial thoughts? Well, I think the standout from the debate was there was a lot of shouting going on, but the moment that sticks in my mind for me is Christian Guru Murthy saying, put your hands up, who seriously, apart from Nicola Sturgeon, who seriously thinks they can be First Minister? Exactly. I feel like that's probably quite, that was the big moment it that Christian said, the, f- the Greens, the Liberal, the Labour and Conservatives are just playing a completely different game to Nicola Sturgeon. The polls are predicted so many times that Nicola Sturgeon will be in government if it's a minority or a majority or not. And at the end of the day, you know, Douglas Ross, Willie Rennie, Anna Sawar, Patrick Harvey, Lorna, Lorna Slater, they're all vying for second, third, fourth and fifth place. So it's it was fast paced and it's now only seven days till the 6th of May which is election day and we'll just have to wait and see I think one of the the standout things from all the debates we've seen so far is I think it's just kind of been taken for granted how good Nicola Sturgeon is at this point now whether you agree with her or not on her political views her performances and debates are always seemingly a, a class above the rest. Yeah, I I, I do agree with this. Uh, even if you disagree with Nicola, uh, Nicola Sturgeon's policies, 
it's very hard to say that her performances haven't been good. She's been consistently good. She's been heated, but she hasn't completely lost control of her anger or the argument. Um, Unfortunately for Douglas Ross, he did lose his temper a few times during the debate on Tuesday. But Nicola Sturgeon was very good uh, in resisting the urge to get angry or frustrated. She's very good to keep to her arguments. So on, on that behalf and on the behalf of its consistent and its quality arguments, and yeah, she's probably she has been the standout performer of the debate so far and especially on Tuesday as well. And we've seen with the new leader, Anna Sarvor, taking charge of Scottish Labour, we've seen a new tactic from them almost of having a go at the Tories as well as the SNP rather than just piling in with the Tories on the SNP that we've seen from the likes of Richard Leonard and Kezia Dugdale over the past few years. Yeah, I mean, Nicola Sturgeon, she was at her podium and she actually stood back for about around about 30 seconds leaning on it as Douglas Ross and Labour took chunks out of each other. Yeah, Anna Sauer, uh, including on Tuesday in the last debates, has really started piling on Douglas Ross and obviously mentioning uh, Boris Johnson, who is very unpopular in Scotland. And that's obviously quite a big... That's going to boost the SNP and Labour mentioning him, but it's not going to be good for, for Conservatives as a lot of people are saying that Douglas Ross isn't as, you know, the Scottish Conservative and Unionist Party isn't separate from the Conservative Party in England, who are obviously the UK government. So it's been definitely a turn of tactics. But will it work? That remains to be seen. The I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but the... The number of leaflets flying through the letterbox has drastically increased over the last week. Uh, so we are definitely getting close and everyone's playing for injury time now. But I thought a good thing to talk about would be the FSB this week released an interview or clips that they'd done with each party leader asking them what sort of small businesses they would like to start after a career in politics has ended. Now, it's quite a nice idea. I would very much like to live on a street with most of these businesses. Douglas Ross said he'd like to supply baked goods like scones to the hospitality industry. That, that would be interesting. What what, what sort of flavour of scones do we reckon Douglas would like? Well, Douglas is the MP from Murray, so we all know how many distilleries are in Murray. So maybe whiskey. Oh, whiskey scone! I can, I can see, I can see Douglas Ross as the type of person that can make a mean fruit and whiskey scone. That would be, that would be well worth trying. Anna Sarwar said he'd like to establish an international political campaign group, which isn't really a business, and he's arguably already in one of those. It's maybe, called the Labour Party. Maybe we should give him an alternative. He is a dentist. Maybe he, he is indeed a he, dentist. He, maybe we should correct it for him and say. He's going to start a international dentistry company. Exactly, with he can affordable pricing. He can he can sort your teeth out for you after you've eaten too many of Douglas's scones. 
Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Nicola Sturgeon said she would like to establish a bookshop, which will come as no surprise if you've seen her books in the back, her bookshelves in the background of any interviews she's done on the television. So that's perfect. She can sell you something, something to read whilst you're enjoying, enjoying a wee scone from Douglas's shop just down the street. What did, uh, what did Willie Rennie say he was going to have a business in? Willie Rennie said he'd like to open a corner shop. So it's it's perfect, really. If they just start start up on a street, they've got all they've got everything you need. So you can go to Douglas for your scones, Nicola for a book to read whilst you're reading them, Annis to sort your teeth out if the scones have got too much sugar in them, and then if you're needing a bottle of wine or a wee drink to have enjoy with your scone and your and your book, if you're needing anything else, then you can go to Willie Rennie, and I'm sure he'll serve you with a willing smile. The problem the problem with this plan arises when you read what the Scottish Greens co-leader Lorna Slater has said her plan is to start her business after she... Actually, it's just occurred to me, no, it's not a problem. You go to Douglas for your scones, Annis to fix your teeth if they've got too much sugar, Nicola for the book to read, Willie to get drink, drink and a loaf of bread or whatever, and then because, you know, scones... They're a sweet treat. You've got to have some jam on them. You've got to have some cream on them. You're going to need to work off the calories. And you can do that with Lorna Slater, who said she already has plans to set up an aerial training venue for circus arts. Well, I mean, this could work well for Nicola Sturgeon. She could sell books about and instructions for books in performing in those aerial arts. That would be that would be excellent. So you can study it, you study it, Lorna's school, and buy buy all your necessary textbooks and stuff from from Nicola's bookshop. Yeah. I I think this works well. Some sort of dystopian Scottish politics village. <laughs> I think it works quite well. Maybe, I mean, we went on a trip to Holyrood Parliament. Maybe they should open up those shops for the new MSPs who come in. So then they have a a place. For to buy books, they've got a place to get their teeth done, just in case of Douglas Douglas Ross's whiskey scones. They've got uh, Willie Rennie's corner shop, and then they've got Lorna Slater's uh, aerial aerobics if they need some exercise. I think, frankly, if they're they are missing a trick, the Scottish Parliament, and if in the next term. They don't do some kind of charity day. Well, when restrictions allow, they don't do some kind of charity day where they set up these stalls in the lobby or something with Douglas selling his scones, Nicola selling books, Willie with his wee corner shop, Annis with a dentist's chair, and Lorna Slater swinging from the rafters. That would that would be an excellent thing. I would like to go to that. I mean, in the unlikelihood of none of them get elected come next uh, Friday, that's what they can alternate to. They can default to those businesses. Exactly. Exactly. I think. Yeah. So, I'd be very. I've Douglas Ross talking about doing scones. I'd be very intrigued to know what his secret scone recipe is. Douglas, if you're listening. Feel free, we will do a post-election podcast and you can come on and you can give us your recipe for scones. <laughs> but it has to have some Murray whiskey in it. Yes, I, whiskey, whiskey scones sound like an excellent plan. But, uh... Speaking of excellent plans, 
we have an announcement to make regarding our coverage of the election results. We are very happy to announce that we've been released from our homes and will be on campus for two days on Friday the 7th and Saturday the 8th of May and we will be on air. We will be broadcasting live coverage of the results coming in. We will be broadcasting between 10 o'clock in the morning and 6 o'clock in the evening on both days. We're very happy with this, aren't we? We get to go somewhere for once. Uh, yeah, this will be the first time that I have actually left North Berwick in all, well, over five months. Uh, I, I can't explain how happy I am to be on campus and doing a live show, being able to air all of the pre-recorded interviews with the likes of Nicholas Sturgeon, the S&P, uh, to Josh Menny, who is a constituent in Aberdeenshire. We've also got interviews with Willie Rennie. Uh, we've also got specialists such as Nick Eardley from the BBC, John Curtis, and we also have Alistair. Do you want to do us? We will. We will have an interview with the former BBC Scotland political editor and now Herald columnist Brian Taylor. Is great. Will be gracing us with his insight. During our broadcast, we do have, in fact, all of the major party leaders, except Anna Sarwar, who we are still working to try and bring you. But we do have everyone. We've got Nicola Sturgeon, we've got Willie Rennie, we've got Douglas Ross, we've got Lorna Slater, all of whom have been very generous and gracious with their time to speak to us. So it's it's going to be a good programme, we hope. It's going to be uh, a great two days. It's going to be lots of hard work. And after we leave on the Saturday, late on in the Saturday afternoon, I'm going to have a very nice big drink of whiskey to celebrate our success. We are working very hard to try and arrange a pub that will have us. Probably just as hard as we're working towards this election coverage. I think you worked harder for getting a, ta- a table in a pub than you have for this election. Oh, okay. Excuse me while I pick myself up off the floor from that <laughs> knockout blow. <laughs> so, to bring into context, we're only seven days away. Seven days away from this election. We are seven days away. We will have one more pre-election podcast for you, which we will be releasing next Wednesday. We won't be releasing it on polling day due to electoral laws but we have one more pre-election podcast to you we have two fantastic days of live coverage coming up all of the details for which will be on our socials which are at radio debrief on pretty much everything i believe yeah twitter uh, and instagram. at radio debrief on twitter and instagram and we will have a podcast for you after the result of the election has been fully declared. I think that's all we have time for that's today. That's all we have time for today. So thank you very much for listening to us once again, as you have done over the previous five weeks. We look forward to you, hopefully, looking forward to our election broadcast coming up next week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>